was a great intro right there, wasn't oh, it? Fantastic. I think everybody knows what we're going to talk about this episode, and that's, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. I almost Yo. said Far From Home because I love that movie. Um, but uh, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home, we're not going to give spoilers away for these first eight minutes, so don't worry. We will give you warnings when the spoiler is about to happen, and we will literally alert the alarms. So don't worry about that. Um, But first off, I want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. We got three days left. When you're hearing this, it'll probably be like the day or day before or whatever. More than likely. Are you off? Yeah, I am off. Tonight's my last night, and then I have a three-day weekend. Wow. That must be nice. So So Trent's definitely going to be working hard on this. So everybody give Trent a little round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But, yeah, Trent, what did you think about this movie? Expectations going in. Expectations. This is the one thing I totally am, is that when you go into this movie, go in with a empty mindset because you're not going to know what the hell is going to go on. Like, you don't want to get your hopes up. Yeah. So when I went in, I went in expecting, you know, we're just going to see. I see. It's, it's hard. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard. Um, well, everybody's expecting you, all the Spider-Man in it. Yeah. And that was like an ex- expectation going mm-hmm. to the movie. So, like, I went in thinking that they're not going to be in it because right. I didn't want to get my hopes up. Okay. And, and there is there's other parts as well. Yeah. And then by the very end, there's a perfect representation going around on Twitter of Shia LaBeouf in a theater. It says when you're watching Spider-Man, it's him, you know, it, leaning back in the seat, you know, watching the movie. Then the next part is him crying like tearing up next parts him like all amazed like oh my god and then the very end it's him tearing up again that's a perfect re- representation all right um yeah I, without spoiling it of course my expectations were really high it was especially coming off of my favorite spider-man ever made which mm-hmm. was far from home that was easily people don't like it as much but it had jake gyllenhaal one of my favorite actors yep. spider-man finally be working by himself and uh but he had some stark technology mm-hmm. and like in this movie you, he was really going to be tested and i mean we saw he didn't, he didn't through have. all commercials that he was public enemy number one yeah so he was targeted and i was going to be i was really exciting to think of how they were going to approach this and that's when all these rumors of mephisto and all that came out so that was my expectations was like i didn't want to try to guess the movie too much mm-hmm. and because uh, I did that during WandaVision bro mm-hmm. and then at the end of WandaVision when no one came on screen Strange didn't show up Yeah, I dude I, I was so bummed out and I was so hurt about that that I was like dude and that's the thing about Hawkeye right now have you been seeing a Hawkeye? I actually I'm going to start it this weekend all six so are the, out today, the uh, way, from today the way I do the Marvel shows is I want every episode to come out and yeah. then I just binge watch it just so yeah. I don't miss a, and I don't miss a thing. That's and that's what I should have done. I wish I I watched all five and then I ended it Monday and then I had to wait till today to f- watch the final mm-hmm. episode. And again, I had so much expectation and I'm sitting there in the in the final cutscene like, come on, come on, just just a little cameo, nothing. <laughs> so, but it's a good show. It's a mm-hmm. good show. And this was a great movie. Um, but I'm gonna make a hot take. If, if I had to get my memory cleared and watch one movie out of every Spider-Man, the first, the second, mm-hmm. like the amazing and uh, like MCU Spider-Man. Yeah. If I had to take one movie and erase my mind and rewatch it for the first time. It'd be this one. 
No, I'm doing Far From Home. Really? I'm doing Far From Home, honestly. It it's such a great movie, but like like I said, Far From Home really felt like it was such a well put together movie. The graphics in both in both these movies are great, but in Far From Home they had a um it was the first time I think in a superhero film, but most almost any movie that this special effect was being used, and it was basically photography. And you know the the scene where Mysterio is playing mind tricks on yeah. Spider-Man? In that scene, they, that's all CGI. When his mask come on, or when he puts his mask down, mm-hmm. and he tells Nick Fury, and Nick Fury gets hit, mm-hmm. that's the last time it was real. Everything from there, every person you see is CGI. So, and that's why I love that movie. It's It was so well done. The acting was so great. And this movie, I feel like, I don't know, they, they try to bring back, and we see it in the commercials, they try to bring back a lot of the old, um, su- like, villains, mm-hmm. Spider-Man's villains. And I just feel like you ran out of ideas, so you're re-bringing them back, and they didn't fit the storyline, and you were trying to cram something in. I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. I think the movie is a great movie, spectacular. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. And this is the thing. I'm saying right now I'd watch Far From Home. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Let me watch this a couple more times mm-hmm. because I liked Endgame more than Infinity War. And oh, I watched yeah. Infinity War two more times, and I was like, you know what? Infinity War is a better movie than yep. Endgame. So, like, right now um, it's a great movie. It's mm-hmm. my second favorite. Far From Home would still take me over, though. All right. All right. I- I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. This is this one right now. If I if I can watch it a couple more times, this will more than likely be one of my favorite Marvel movies. And I want to say it is the most dramatic and, of any Spider-Man oh, movie, without a doubt. And don't take what Tom Holland with a grain of salt. He said they treated this movie like Endgame. That yeah. is without yeah. a fact. They treated and it like Endgame. It, they're closing a lot of books. They're trying to set up so that this next part of MCU is a totally different version mm. of the MCU. It's not the Avenger we're used to. And I love that. And I thought things were going to happen because of that. Mm. And they didn't, which I like because they keep you on your toes. Because yep. if you think you see something coming and mm. then it doesn't come, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. What what happens then? What, how are you going to do this then? And yeah. it, it's exciting. But uh I would give it out of ten. I'm giving it a hard. I'll give it a solid nine. I want right. to say eight point something, but that would be doing injustice. It needs to be in the nines right now. I don't think it's a perfect for me. Right now, I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Okay. Only because this this movie basically, I was able to close the book on my childhood. With this movie. Yeah. The, it was fun seeing William Defoe and oh, seeing he, he was, what's his he name? was William Defoe, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. And dude you know that when they brought him back, William Defoe at the age of sixty six said the only way he's doing this movie if he does all his stunts. Mm-hmm. Alfred said the only way he's coming back is if he does none of his stunts and mm-hmm. if they use a, a software to make him look like his old age. And they totally did. He looked so young in that movie. Another thing was he didn't want to wear the arms. Yeah, he didn't want to in, do anything. In Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. those arms were actually on him. Yeah. Where this one, it was just all CGI. Yeah, he was on a toothpick rig, and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, 
I don't want to give anything up, so we're going to wrap it up here. So at this point, it's spoiler warning. Uh, spoiler warning. Spoiler, spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. And uh, spoiler warning. Give it a second. Okay. Now we're going to get really into this. This was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But the reason why I'm bringing it down to a nine is because Spider-Man couldn't do this on his own. He had to use other superheroes. Yeah. Which everybody was giving Tom Holland shit in the first Spider-Man Homecoming Mm -hmm. for having Tony Stark help him so much. Mm -hmm. And that really made me mad. So what do they do? They try to make Spider-Man all tough by giving him more Mm Spider-Man. And I'm like, dude, that kind of sucks. And I think a lot of people put this movie so high is because they have seen the other Spider-Man. Yeah. And there's no problem with that. Mm-mm. But you're just reusing uh you're reusing a story. Yeah. Over and over. You're just remake re it's like remastering uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's a great game. Oh, it's yeah. an awesome game. It wasn't like when it first came out though. Oh, no, no. And that's my whole point is like I would rather a new story a new villain. Like the Green Goblin would have been great with a new villain. But every okay. villain in this movie is just reused and mm-hmm. some of them I didn't even like. I hate Sandman. Oh yeah. Well they what the with those villains, the only two that you really or three, I would say, three that you really have to pay attention to was Electro, yep, Doc Ock, yep. and Green Goblin. Yeah. So and that's the, what so blows Liz- my mind. Lizard and Sandman were kind of just like background characters, but they were there just for the other Spider Man. And that's that's what I don't get. Is like one that was taking a paycheck, but mm-hmm. two. Do you know how they did that? Bringing back the Sandman and Lizard. No, they weren't on set. Every shot that they're in that movie, they're not on set. That's CGI them. They came in one day to record all their lines and left. The Sandman and the Lizard have multiple shots in that movie that, if you rewatch the old movies, they're exact duplicates. They just copied and pasted it into this that, movie. That's why the one scene in the Statue of Liberty looked... Yes, when the Sandman's coming back to normal. Yeah. That's in Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. Bro. Exactly. Imagine getting a million bucks for Dude, you to come in for one day. That, that's the one thing that... Like, when I... <sighs> Before we before we went to go watch the movie, I watched Spider Man three again. Just I watched through the, the just the first three. I didn't watch Amazing Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That scene when they're in the Statue of Liberty, when Tobey Maguire does the whole like reverse thing to mm-hmm. bring him back to normal, or I guess like an anti serum or whatever. Yeah, that scene of him, you know, coming back after being like all sand. I was like, why does this look so yeah. fucking familiar? Yeah, and they did it to the uh, they did it to Lizard too. Both them guys were not on set the whole time shooting until the last day doing voiceovers. That's insane. Right? Imagine getting a paycheck just doing that. Doing oh, nothing. Be a hefty and paycheck. I think that would that's the part that bothered me is that they tease Sinister Six so much mm-hmm. and they didn't give us Sinister Six, so why even give us five? Yeah. Give us three hardcore characters. That's what they did. They mm-hmm. didn't need Sandman. Mm-hmm. They didn't need Lizard. Sandman helped. Oh, Lizard they did not need at all. Liz- no. Lizard, like like I said earlier, to me this seemed like they just wanted to bring back the other villains just to bring yeah. them back because well, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Lizard breaking out of the box truck was taken from Amazing Spider-Man One. I said, I didn't, I didn't and that's why that. they kept him in the box truck. He didn't go into the building with but all the other villains because now, they he wasn't on set. Now that could also be just for like a 
nostalgia effect in like air quotes because there was a lot of lines set in the movie or a lot of things done in the movie that were from previous Spider-Man movies. So the whole nostalgia factor played a huge part in this movie with Mm -hmm. people giving it such a high rating. One thing I liked in this movie was the fact that it finally gave a story to Toby or to Tom Holland's character. Mm -hmm. Toby and Andrew, we got the same old thing. And I thought it was because they did it already twice. Why do it a third time, giving them the backstory? Okay. So they just skipped it. Legally, they couldn't. Mm. When they gave the rights to Marvel, they said that you're not doing a backstory. We already have that covered. Mm. So they skipped it. And in this movie, we finally get the confirmation. Yes, it was a radioactive spider he was bitten by. Mm. Well, we, we pretty much found that out in the trailer. But what I'm saying, it was in this movie yeah. that we find it out. We yeah, found out. We always assumed it, but mm-hmm. then everybody's like, wait, we never got confirmation. What if it's something else? Yeah. Um, MJ is not Mary Jane. No, it's Michelle Jones. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, well, same last name, just Michelle Jones Watson. Yeah. She doesn't go by Watson. And no. I find it kind of well, funny the, is the ending to this movie, mm-hmm. she has an asshole boss at a diner, just like the MJ in yep. Toby's movies. And so. the, the one thing that I found interesting about that final scene, remember at the end of Far From Home where she was wearing, or she was like, I, I like the necklace broken. Yes. She wore, she was wearing it at the very end of the movie. Yes. And I find something very interesting. Peter Parker's erased from everybody's mind, mm-hmm. but not Spider-Man. And I, I was talking about this with the guy from work that we saw the movie with. He had the same question. Doctor Strange cast the spell to erase just Peter Parker yeah, from everybody's mind. So after we see that happen, and we, then we see J. Jonah Jameson do his Daily Bugle thing, and he's saying, saying something about Spider-Man, this and that, the Statue of Liberty is ruined, but why won't the coward show its face? Everyone still knows Spider-Man. It's just, who the hell's Spider-Man? Yeah. that and- that That's what the spell was. They, Doctor Strange wanted everyone to forget who Peter Parker yeah. was. And before I get into the suit and all that, because I love the MCU suits, mm. because it's not like the other Spider-Man where they wear one suit all movie. Yeah, it's on them. It's always changing, and it's so cool to me. But um, the Lego. So I want to get to some of the things that I I found during this movie that I wrote down, jotted it on my notes, yeah. and uh, the Lego at the end of the movie of Palpatine <clears throat> that he puts on his desk yeah. after. Everything's said and done. It's the same Lego Palpatine that we first meet Ned in the movie Homecoming when he talk goes behind Peter's shoulder going, Ah, oh, you want to build the, the Death one. Star? Same thing. Hinting that Ned's definitely going to be in the next movie. He's still thinking about Ned, and Ned's still a friend. So he's not – Pat because a lot of people have thoughts that he, he's going to remove himself from MJ and Ned for a while, and yeah. that's when Gwen's going to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, the lizard during the fight scene. Okay. Fought in the lab, just like when he first fought Peter Parker. It was in the lab at the school. Pretty interesting there. All right. Um, the electrode was also in a fire suit, right? That's what they gave him the disguise. Yeah. How did Electro get defeated at the end of the movie? He was in a fire suit before he burst. Um, Peter Parker hosed him down on and was wearing a fire suit. So it's kind of funny that they kind of just little hints. Yeah. And these are all the little hints I got. <laughs> Um, the Spider-Man meme was in this movie. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you caught it. 
when he goes, hey, hey, Peter, and like Ned goes, hey, Peter, and they all go, wait, me? Dude, I love that. And the famous meme is from the co- the old uh, cartoon where they're yep. all, like, pointing. I love that. I think it was really funny, and it was just a comic, like, good joke. And it, some cameos in this movie. We got Daredevil right off the bat. Oh, Charlie Cox. Dude, I loved it. And did you know that was Daredevil right away? Yeah. I didn't watch the TV show, so I had no clue it was Daredevil right away until someone goes, that's Daredevil. And I was like, thank you. Because <laughs> I, like, I was, like, looking around, and this person next to me was like, I think it's Daredevil. Dude, like, before the movie started, like, I was talking to the one dude, and I was like, there's rumors that Charlie Cox is in this movie. I don't know where he, I don't know when he's going to play a part, but mm-hmm. if he's in it, the whole theater is just going to go insane. And, and as, I, soon, as soon as you saw the, the sunglasses, everyone started cheering. I think it's a nice uh, cameo because considering uh, – Well, that ca- that cameo also means that he's now in the cinematic universe. Yeah, he's so in the MCU. He, he could be playing in future parts because well, that TV show was only on Netflix. It wasn't on Disney+. If Plus. you know – yeah, if you know – um, his villain in the TV show was Kingpin. He, yeah, and the same actor is in Hawkeye. Is in Hawkeye as Kingpin. Mm-hmm. So it kind of confirms that there is another villain, a pretty decently sized uh, Spider-Man villain in this movie. And he could Or be. in the universe. I'll, I'll touch on that later. Yeah, um, go on. Let me, what else did I have? Venom cameo. It was very cool at the very end. It I was liked, cool. I was a little disappointed. You thought they, he was going to be in the scene more. I thought he was. Gonna, I thought he was going to be in the actual movie. I was disappointed when he didn't show up, but I was happy that they brought him in at the very well, end. See, Sony, you got to understand, Sony and Marvel trade. Yeah. So Sony owns most of the characters in this movie, but it was a Marvel movie because Doctor Strange showed up in mm-hmm. it, and Doctor Strange is the only person that they did not own the rights to in this movie. Yeah. And the owner of Sony, the CEO of the picture motion, motion picture at Sony said that they're going to start doing, they have a business agreement to keep making more films, but they're going to go back and forth. So the next movie is going to be owned by Sony. Mm -hmm. So it was cool having the Marvel side, get a little glimpse of all of their Sony (laughs) big characters. But then Sony was like also going, Hey, this is us and took it back. Yeah. But Venom did leave a part of the, Mm -hmm the suit or the um, symbiote yeah. in his universe, which is hinting that Venom is coming, mm-hmm. um, which I also have some things to go over with that. Okay. Keep going on this. Toby talks about his back problems, which is funny because uh, remember when he fell in the car and he's like, my back, my well, back. Well, you know why that was in the original movie, right? He really had back problems. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was about to skip out on the movie. I was going to say, he was not – he originally didn't sign for Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. when they were making the, the script. It was for a different guy, and Toby signed on. Uh, Ned jokes about being the villain. I love this because I had very – I had, like, going into it, I, the last podcast, I said, I think Ned can be the Hobgoblin. And that, that honestly could be set up for a future movie. And I think that it is could. because we saw part of Venom stay in the universe when Venom was taken back, right? Mm-hmm. Green Goblin was taken back, but was his glider? No, I think his glider. Oh, no, it wasn't. I don't think it was. So if Ned going to MIT, which they're the engineers, can engineer a glider or something like that. Maybe they they figured something out. I like that idea. I love Ned being a villain idea. Uh, William at 66 doing his own sons. I put that down. Sandman wasn't really there. That really pissed me off. Like I said, it was just two guys that I really didn't like in the old movies. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of like the lizard, but Sandman I really didn't like. I, I felt like he had no purpose in Spider-Man Three, really. Yeah, and he had no well, purpose here. The only purpose he had in Spider-Man Three was to wrap up the Uncle Ben, you know, yeah. finding the actual murder. Yeah. Um, do you know where in this new movie where Doc Ock uh, returns? He returns on the bridge, which is right in the mo- in the movie Spider-Man Two. Wasn't he already in the river at that moment? In but then in Spider-Man Two, he sinks in the Hudson River. Yeah, right at the spot where the bridge is in this movie. So it's kind of cool. He comes back right where he died. Mm-hmm. So, and um, it was it was like um, I don't know. You might you might touch on it. Electro when he, when yeah um, out in the grids when he's out in the grids and I guess Gwen Stacy and Andrew Garfield are like shorting him out right before he's about to burst. He got teleported to this universe. I don't know if you caught note of that. Remember how in the, when they're in the bottom, <clears throat> in the basement of the Sanctorum, they're all telling, like, when they got brought to this universe, Electro was, like, saying, like, he was getting all this energy. Um, he was about to take out Spider-Man, but he didn't know that Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy were shorting him out on See, the grid. And then out of nowhere, I have a theory I turned out that here. this is a whole different... Um, this is a whole different electrode because he even says that he didn't know who Peter Parker was. If everybody brought back to this universe knew well, who Peter Parker was, well, remember in that movie, um, Peter never showed his face. Exactly, it was just Spider Man. Exactly. So he he just knows Spider Man. But that's not who the spell was for. That spell was. In, was specifically mm-hmm. who knows Peter Parker. Yeah. So that confused me. Also, every time they were like, you look different. Everybody says that to Electra. You look different. You're not the same person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a little hint maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was just like Jamie Foxx didn't want to look like that dude mm-hmm. anymore. Um, the Oh, Tobey Maguire calls Andrew amazing. Hint, hint. Yep. He's the amazing Spider-Man. When he was like, oh, you guys fought aliens. I, I wish I was as cool as you. And he goes, well, Paul's on that. You're amazing. And he goes, I guess I am amazing. Well, didn't he say, like, I fought a dude in a rhino suit? Yeah, I fought <laughs> a dude in a rhino suit as well. Dude, I'm, that's one of my favorite parts when they're bantering back and forth. Oh, yeah. And they were like, uh, he was like, guys, I'm part of the Avengers. And he's like, cool, that's awesome. What are, what they, are like, the a, Avengers? Are they a band? And that, that a was band? A, Well, that was a callback to Infinity War when Iron Man's like, the Avengers, oh, yeah. the Avengers are no more, and then Mark Ruffalo was like, you "Mean we're they're broken up, like a As, band, like a band, like, yeah. like, a, like the Beatles." <laughs> yeah, um, or I think it's also Star Lord goes, "What is that? A band?" Oh, that's right. When yeah. they, when they're all, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my last note was strange movie. <laughs> oh, oh, this was a whole different thing. I watched Doctor Strange again, okay. and I, that's a different note. Um, the end of this movie. In the on the way, in a way, they could go somewhere else or stay the same. I don't know why I put that note. I'm gonna skip over that. But in the strange movie, I noticed something, okay. and it was a book, right? I don't know if you watched the strange movie. That's one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's a really good movie. I it, underestimated. It's, under, it's it. underrated. Oh yeah, I definitely did. So there's books that only the master can read. Are you talking? Right? Are you talking about the one that he opened up? And the pages were ripped out. Yeah. Okay. That was to keep her life preserved, and she didn't want anybody else to know that. Mm-hmm. 
But the thing is, if only masters can read those books, Wanda Maximoff at the end of uh, WandaVision was digesting that book. Wanda Maximoff is by herself becoming one of the most powerful witches and spellcasters in the world. Mm -hmm. When we watched the end trailer scene, which was for the new Strange movie, we see two different Stranges. Mephisto. Mephisto. Well, rumored to be Mephisto. And Strange. And Strange. Maybe the Strange that went to meet Wanda Maximoff is Mephisto. And what if through that portal... When remember how Strange was tied up over the Grand Canyon? Yeah. We don't have hundred percent percent confirmation that that's strange. Yeah. That could have been how, Mephisto how, coming. How would he have gotten out? Because he didn't have the whole that ring thing. Exactly. That's I find well, that all that, interesting. Well, that also could have been Ned. Yeah, and I don't really want to jump into the fan theory here because we're we're yeah. really talking about No Way Home. But I just mm. wanted to bring that up to you. But um, yeah, going back, I think this movie was really great. On the fact that they changed Spider-Man so much. And this was a Tom Holland movie. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Toby and Andrew make a great appearance at the perfect time. Oh, yeah. And it was really comedy gold. But um, this movie really hit that it's a Tom Holland movie and mm-hmm. it's his struggles. And there was a line in there. I think you know what line I'm talking about. That's the most famous line in Spider-Man history. Oh. And it's kind of cool that Aunt May told him that. Yes. And... Um, he thought he was alone, and when he starts saying it, Toby finishes it. Mm-hmm. He's like, Uncle Ben said that. that and then that's when it kind of clicks to him, we are the same person, that's just different my, universes. That's my favorite scene in the entire movie is when they're all on top of the school. Mm-hmm. Talking. And that's when they all have that connection. You know what I'm realizing? Tom's a great dramatic actor. Oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and him both had a great scene like at the end of Far From Home, which mm-hmm. is why I love that so much is – they both can act without being a superhero. Mm. But in this movie, it real you could really feel the pain of Tom or Peter Parker for once. And, like, it was such cool fighting scenes. I don't know who they hired, but, man, mm. they hired some WWE people for yeah. those scenes. They powerbombed him through two <laughs> floors. I was like, damn. Dude, that was, that was another really good scene when Willem Dafoe, um, when Tom Holland's, like, basically on Dafoe's shoulders – and he's just punching him, punching oh, him, punching him. Oh, on the and captain then, on America's and, Shield, Captain well, America's Shield. At the end of the movie, no, he was just, no, 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 no. Oh. When they're when they're at Happy's, um, like condo oh, or whatever, and he's like and laughing he's in the hallway. And every time he punches him, all you see is a face get more like messed up. But he's like laughing, like, yes. like a psychopath. Oh, that was great. And then he just power bombs it through. He also did um, Spider Man, the video game for PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm. There's a finishing move that. You do a backflip with the villain, and then you grab the floor with your webs and pull them down. Isn't that what he did at the very end? In the movie. They took it from the video game and put it in this movie, which I think is so cool. Dude, I love it. And, uh, well, Marilyn came home right after watching the movie, downloaded the game, and started playing Spider-Man, the video game. That's all your Snapchat's Uh, Yeah, I I think that's really funny because I don't – she's almost done with the game, and I haven't even passed the first level. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah, she loves the game. But um, I thought it was really cool – the fight scenes seem to be ten times better in this movie out of any other Spider-Man. Because oh, normally yeah. they're the stereotypical, like, Spider-Man easily kicks the shit out of them. Mm. But this, Tom really got a beating, and well, he took it. The one thing I liked was when we saw all three Spider-Man trying to work together, when they first initially went to go attack, it it didn't work out. Yeah. And they 
you know, they huddled up again. And they're like, this isn't working. And, you know, like, because all of them, they Are just, they just, to. they just, they're used to working by themselves. Mm-hmm. But who's the one person that actually worked with a team? Yeah. Tom. Tom. And he's so kind of the leader. He was the leader of the other two. Another thing that I thought was the funniest thing in the movie that slid by everybody when they're going over who Spider-Man won, who's Spider-Man. They're listing off the ranks of people that outside are ranking them. Yep. So Tom and Aunt, so Tom and Toby first go, "Am I Spider Man one?" And he goes, "No, I'm Spider Man one." And he goes, "Okay, I'm Spider Man two. And then Andrew's over there. He goes, "Spider Man three. <laughs> like, fuck me, I guess. And I think that was the funniest thing is when he goes, "They're like, I'm Spider Man. I'm Spider Man two. Yep. Spider Man three. Yep. You got me." I thought it was the funniest thing. And don't get me wrong, I think Andrew plays a great Spider-Man. And I loved his first movie. His outfit was probably the coolest suit mm-hmm. I've seen in Mar- or any of the Spider-Man. And then they changed it for the second movie. Made no I thought having the green eyes or yellow eyes were the tinted yellow eyes were cool and the the holes yeah. in the suit making it look like one of those jerseys. Mm-hmm. And then they got rid of it. But um either way people are like all of a sudden now going, "Oh, we need an amazing Spider-Man 3." Mm-hmm. That's not the that's not the case. Now, like they're all, it, the way they're handling it is how um, Justice League was handled. How everyone went to Twitter, they were saying that Justice League was shitty. We want the yeah, the, but- uh, the Zack Snyder cut. So they all went to Twitter. They were tagging um, DC and whoever whoever else was part of releasing that movie, like yeah. HBO or whatever. They're it's on HBO Max, and but that them seeing that they're like, oh, maybe we'll do it. That's what everyone's doing now. On and Twitter you know why Sony Spider-Man will 3. never do that is because if they make a different Spider-Man, you now split your audience. Oh yeah. So everybody that loves Spider-Man and wants to see a Spider-Man movie, if you give them two new movies, you're you're not gonna get. You know, if you only put out one movie, everybody that loves Spider-Man has to go see that one movie because that's the only movie you're giving them an option to. Mm-hmm. If you now give them two, you're going to split your profit. You're not going to make as much, you know. Yeah. It, it's just financially not the case. And they could be like, what are you talking about? The people can go watch this movie and this movie that's making double money. That means that one movie has to cost $200 million and the other movie has to cost $200 million. Mm-hmm. So where are you making up that extra $200 million? Yeah. You're not making that up in sales. You know what I mean? And uh, But I think t- Tom Holland is the way to go. They literally set, they like set this movie up so perfectly for the next three to come where it's a clean slate. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is the coolest thing is like how are they going to have so much drama already? Like, Tom's seen so much already. Mm-hmm. He's been in Infinity War, Civil War, Endgame. He has his own three movies. I mean, there's six movies with him in it already. Yeah. How are they going to make these next three? And it's like, okay, hit the reset button. And they did it in the best way possible without making a whole new series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without restarting a franchise again. And um, <clears throat> the end there, he makes his own suit. And that's very symbolic in multiple ways. But do you know why he makes his own suit? Isn't well, isn't that supposed to be like the original like Spider-Man suit, like with the the metallic blue, like mm-hmm. that bright blue, and yeah, in the, the red. Yeah, not only that, but like it's symbolic that he's now making it himself. Like because like, the other two Spider-Man they made, made their own, but made do you their know, own suits. But, but Tony Stark made yes the first. So do you know why he has to make his own suit? Because he's there's no one else left. It's just him. Trying to get you to the 
he does he, he Stark technology doesn't recognize Peter anymore. He doesn't exist. Oh, okay, Therefore, okay, he okay, can okay. never get access to his old suits. Yeah. So his old suits, his he's locked out from. So he had to make a new one out of fabric. Oh. So he has no Stark technology anymore to help him. Oh, okay. Isn't that pretty okay. cool? So yeah. now, like, people that are like, oh, you have Stark technology. Marvel's been listening to you. And Marvel's like, okay, well, watch this. Boom, restart. Now these next three movies, what's going to be your excuse? And I think the next yeah. three movies, he's going to see some of the hardest villains he's ever faced. Mm -hmm. This also kind of at the end of the movie when he's by himself in New York City, um, the apartment looks just like Toby's apartment, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. It's this old, like, crappy, beaten-down apartment. Um, and I think a lot of the next couple movies, we're going to get a lot more cameos of people that were in the old movies. Oh, yeah. Like the Rent guy. Mm. Marvel has to bring that dude back. You know how funny that would be if we, hey, where's my rent? And well, that, that, just that, uh, that one scene would, like, set everybody off laughing. That Well, that honestly just could have been him just as a voice actor. When he was walking to the apartment, and you heard like you know rents rents due in a month. That oh. that that could have been him. True, but, I, but that, if that we saw him something or saw his daughter swept under the carpet, yeah. if we saw him or saw his daughter, that would have been nice. Mm -hmm. uh, he's he, like I said, Spider Man leaves during Christmas time, which I've always wanted to see a Christmas <clears throat> Spider Man movie. Yeah. And since it ends in Christmas time, can we technically consider Spider Man as a Christmas movie? I will. Yeah. I will. So now I'll, I'll consider it. it. Dude, people consider Harry Potter as a Christmas movie because they have Christmas scenes in there. Yeah. Heck, throw Spider-Man in at this yeah. point. The whole movie takes Screw place around it. Halloween, but F it at this point. <laughs> but um, it, if you're watching Hawkeye, the end scene to the Spider-Man movie is the end or is the main scene in Hawkeye. So or it's like, you know, the, the Christmas tree, the Rockefeller Christmas tree? Yeah. That's all in Hawkeye. Uh, it all all takes place in Hawkeye right there. So that's why everybody thought they might see a Spider-Man cameo oh. in Hawkeye. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Okay. But there are some cameos in there, and it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it's just like I think the next three movies, going to college, we're going to see a – we're going to see Gwen Stacy, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. We're going to have Venom in it. Mm -hmm. Kingpin might be in it. Daredevil might help him out. Oh, yeah. Um, he might try to reach out to different Avengers. So I think we're going to see a lot new stuff. And it makes us so hard to try to – like, it, it, it. Marvel really hit the reset button. Is like, okay, now what? Yeah. You had all these theories planned out? Reset. So now what? And uh, I don't think he's going to be in the Strange movie, I'm going to be honest. No, he's not going to be in it. There's, yeah. There is already – it's already confirmed that there there's going to be multiple cameos of past or of different heroes that we've already seen. Oh. So, well, we already know one of them is going to be Loki. He's already in the casting for the movie. And also his partner in the Loki TV series, Owen Wilson's oh, uh, Mobius. <laughs> okay. So they're already in it. We already know Wanda Maximoff and Doctor Strange, but that's for that's for a whole, whole other yeah. episode. Whoa, hold up, hold up. Let me barge in real quick. I want to talk about a few things. One, you're still not following the podcast. Do that real quick. Okay, next thing. Um, you didn't turn on post notifications yet. Do that real quick. All right, did you do it? All right, cool. Now, go down, leave a comment on what your favorite scene was in Spider-Man No Way Home.
You guys heard what our favorite scene was. Now we want to hear from you. Leave a comment. Also comment what you think the future of the MCU is going to be like, because that's the next thing we're going to talk about. And if you leave a comment, we will shout you out next episode. So, (laughs) free shout out. Do it. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine. Um, I forgot to bring it up in the episode. I'm sorry. But this is a shout out for Matt Petteruto. Good friend. Known him for a long time. Back before I moved out here to uh, Lampeter. So, a couple of things that we talked about. I'm not going to go over everything because this is a really long conversation. So he said that he was 100% blown away. The ending was so satisfying. MCU Spider-Man now finally feels like Peter Parker. And Spider-Man felt so true to his character. I then added to uh, the conversation saying that this is what Tom Holland needed in his career. A more serious toned Spider-Man. I was not expecting Aunt May to die. Matt then said, I also called it lol. I had a feeling before the movie that she was going to. Also, the suit and the final swing at the end was beautiful. Most comic accurate live action suit to date. He just felt like Spider-Man again. And I love that he has a clean slate and he's more dependent. He is no longer, he no longer has to live in the shadow of Tony Stark or the Avengers. No crazy Stark tech or Avengers to solve problems for him. Just him and his abilities. That's something that we touched on earlier in the episode. So that was a shout out for Matt. Thank you for having that conversation with me, Matt. I really appreciate it. And I'm sorry that I couldn't bring it up in the episode. I kind of forgot a lot of things were running through our heads during that recording. Um, But yeah, remember, do what I said at the beginning of this little audio clip. Leave a comment, a follow, and turn on post notifications. And don't forget to follow us on our socials. All right, I'll let you guys get back to the episode. Have a good one. What you just finished off on is a good segue for what I was going to talk about. Um, basically, like, what's the future of Spider-Man and Marvel? Yeah. Like, you already touched on the whole um, thing with Tobey Maguire, or not Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm just going to add on to it. It's rumored that Sony wants to yeah, bring I've, back I've Andrew seen Garfield. them. I've I've seen before, the comment before it was fans just going on to Twitter and saying, yeah. you know, we want Amazing Spider-Man three. You know, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Sony's listening. So, could could we get a movie? I I know you're I know you're torn on this it. Is I know you don't I want it. They're also thinking about selling Spider-Man back. Yeah. What if they made a deal where they sold Toby or Tom Spider-Man to Marvel and they kept. Andrews. Then I can I can see that. And we have two different universes. Yeah. That would be decent. I, I cool. wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't turn that down. But the next thing I want to say is will there be a Spider Man four of Tom Holland? Oh, definitely. Because as of right now Well, isn't Tom already contracted into three more? No, I'm gonna touch on that. Amy Pascal wants to bring him back for three more. Tom's current contract is he has one more movie, and that's a. It's more of a like a crossover movie. Okay. So that crossover movie can be another hero that we already have, or 
that end credit scene is going to set up the crossover movie between Spider-Man and Venom. Well, how would Spider-Man get into Venom's universe at that point? Well, no. Venom was left over, remember? But the character Eddie Brock we're not. We're not going to have an Eddie Brock. Like, we'll have our own Eddie Brock. Yeah. It's not going to be the Eddie Brock we know from Sony. Well, it's going to be someone completely new, but it will be... Phone, but it'll be the same. It'll be the same Venom. Have you seen... Have you ever heard of the Patriot? The... What is it? The... Dark Patriot or whatever? No. It's Flash's character gets the symbiote Venom. And he's oh, this so dark character, but he has guns and he's like called the Patriot or whatever. There's okay. a photo of Flash Thompson from this universe that says author, uh, author, editor. It says author slash editor slash Patriot. And I, it's been floating around, and everybody has rumored that, oh, he might be the next villain. That mm. might attach to him. Spider-Man has to face him. Here, I'm going to mute my phone really quick because I want to pull up. Everything that I get really is, like, a lot on TikTok. So I now I have to go through and find it again. But um, I think this was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene of all was when they took off running off the edge of the um, scaffolding. Oh, yeah. And they were all, and then you get that one scene. Hold on, I have it right here. You get that one scene where they sling off of each other. I was going to say, did, and, you, did you notice that where they, sl- where they slung off all of each other? And I'm pretty sure if you slow it down, it's Toby's character that slings Andrew and Tom up. No, that's Tom. That's Tom slinging. Okay, that's, that's pretty that's cool. That's Tom slinging Andrew and. But the Toby. order that they fall in is Toby, Andrew, Tom. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried doing. Now again, this is all CGI done. Um, they tried doing the each Spider-Man swung its own way. Tom was the one just like one motion only. Mm-hmm. Andrew was a lot of parkour, and then Tom was that more athletic, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. But. Compared to the other movie, a different company did the CGI to this movie. And and it, it, you can see that it looked different. Yeah. I loved – you can't beat that scene from Far From Home. And I don't know if you know how movies are made, but, like, one editing company won't do the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Or one CGI company won't do the whole movie. If I'm creating a movie where there's a big fire scene and your company specializes in that, I'm going to hire you for just that scene. Yeah. And later on, we're in the ocean. I'm going to hire a different team that specializes in water CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that scene was. They hired that one company for that, that Mephisto scene, and it was so beautifully done. You can't tell what's CGI and what's real. Yeah. Like, it all looks CGI, of course, but it all also looks real. Like, they look like they're dropping real elements into the scene. Mm-hmm. No, all fake. They just use picture motion, and I think it was so cool. I wish they would have hired that same company for this big fight oh, yeah. scene. It would have been so amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, also another thing to watch when you're watching Hawkeye, the show in Hawkeye is called Rogers. It's about the Avengers, mm-hmm. their first movie. Oh, there was but a, they made there was a Broadway a, play. There was a billboard. Yes, in in, the, in far from, far from home. No, or way, no way home. home. No way home. God damn it! Yeah, why do they make in, them so close together? Um, it's in No Way Home. That's what? why it was, the, was, it was in the very beginning. And that's why everybody was thinking, okay, well, it's in No Way Home, and it's in Hawkeye. It, no Way Home he- ends right where Hawkeye begins. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? 
And of course, I mean, you're not telling me that Spider-Man slings in to these two 15-year-olds selling drugs on the street and beats the crap out of them. But he, over here, Hawkeye's fighting Kingpin and all his henchmen, and, and Spider-Man's not there to help him? Come on now. now that, that's another thing. Get your um, crap together, Marvel. Did I didn't see Tom Tom Holland's brother in the movie. Yeah, so I didn't. I, I didn't saw see his an interview cameo. for that. I saw an interview for that. So Tom Holland originally was doing the scene with Doc Ock on the bridge, where he's upside down, and he was ending the day with that. And he was coming home, and he was so lightheaded from doing that scene. And Tom was like, "Man, it's 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 really challenging right now." And the, his brother said, "Shut the hell up! You're Spider Man. Stop complaining." They came to Tom a couple of weeks later and was like, hey, we need a guy just to fill in. He's like, oh, my brother can do it. So Tom was like, I'll make a deal. My brother will do it. But let me, like, let Spider-Man string him up. So they hung his brother upside down for hours doing scene this scene over and over again. And he was like, you know, Tom, I feel bad. I shouldn't have given you crap because this is hard. Well, Tom saw the early release of the movie and realized it wasn't in there and didn't tell his brother. His brother still doesn't know. That he's cut from the movie. They cut his scene from the movie oh, because it was what? so much. Apparently, the scene was supposed to take place right after the power grid. Yeah. They cut it and they made the power grid scene much longer than it should have been. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that funny? The Apparently, well, the drug dealer scene was supposed to introduce Sandman or the lizard. It was oh, supposed to introduce, but because okay. they cut the scene, they put Sandman in the electric scene. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing that they like had him. They had him literally on the the list of actors, mm-hmm. and then they cut him, and they didn't even tell him. They didn't have the decency to tell him. And there's a movie, Bad Boys, the newest Bad Boys that they did. Oh, okay. Um, there's a group I call uh, I watch on YouTube called Yes Theory, and they're close to Will Smith. They did the mm-hmm. bungee jumping with Will Smith. Will Smith hooked him up and got him a scene on that movie where he just brings him a piece of cake and he goes, "Here's your cake, sir." They cut him from the scene. They literally edited him around him so that he wasn't oh, in the scene. And what? they didn't tell him. So he went to opening night. He was invited to opening night just to be cut from the movie. That's And they didn't tell him. I, I think it's funny. but uh, there, there was one thing I saw for No Way Home. And it was, now that we're talking about people getting cut from the movie, um, Tony Stark's daughter was supposed to be in the movie. Really? And she got cut. She got cut from the final scene. So I was going, like, I'm... I was trying to run through like different scenarios in my head, like where would she have fit in, in the movie? There's no, there's really no spot for her to fit in other than possibly in Happy's like condo or yeah. apartment or whatever. Well, it's I thought they were gonna kill off Happy. That's who I was talking about at the beginning. Well, the thing is, I'm happy they didn't kill him off because he was supposed to be killed off in Iron Man three. It. it, it I love John Favreau. He's a great director, great mm-hmm. actor. But they're closing the book on so many people. The only reason why I see him staying there is if they make a female Iron Man, which is supposed to be Tony Stark's daughter. Well, there's already a TV show in the works. Really? I think it's called Iron Wars. Okay. Well, and I'm, I'm pretty sure if the rumors are true, it's supposed to be around Iron Man's daughter, Pepper Potts, John Favreau. But okay. then RDJ is going to be like Jarvis to uh, oh. the daughter. So, so it's no longer Jarvis. It's I find be... out Spider-Man No Way Home. You know what year it takes place in? Well, wouldn't that be 2024? It is 2024. Because it takes place right after the the snap. 
which was 2023. So everyone from five years back got brought into the year 2023. Wait. Remember? This takes place a little bit after Endgame. Well, Endgame was 2023. But then you had... But then it's the following school year. No, because then you had No Way Home or Far From Home. So it would be 2025. I'm trying to think. So you had... no. No Endgame happened in 18. 2018 is when Endgame happened, I'm, like, pretty sure. No. Are you sure about that? Remember at the remember the very beginning, Thor cuts off Thanos' head. Then it says five years later. So when everyone got brought back to existence, yeah. it's 2023. Hmm. So then... Because in that following school year... So then No Way Home would then be... Would lead into 2024... So then this movie taking place in the following school year before he goes to college, that's 2025. Okay, so this takes place so in this is a, this is this is his senior year of high school. Yeah, yeah. About to go off to college. Yeah, and they made, a, they made a quick, slight hint that the Nick Fury from Far From Home isn't Nick Fury. Mm-mm. I feel like – I have a feeling it's – um, it was a scroll. It was a scroll because he's still – Nick Fury's still in space. Mm-hmm. And they literally say that in, in this movie – and everybody in Peter like looks weird, but like how are we just glancing over that? Yeah, that we got a fake Nick Fury, mm-hmm. meaning a lot of other people could be fake, and it could be a scroll just mm-hmm. coming to play their parts. It's it's something that people are Which, just looking over. I think it's I think it's gonna set up for another Captain Marvel movie. No, I mean she's already confirmed for another movie. Yeah. I'm not excited for it. I'm, nah. I'll like I'll, I'll watch it, but it's not gonna be like. Yeah. Oh, let's go to the midnight release for Spider-Man. I'm not yeah. going to go to the midnight, midnight release for that. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to Trent, though. Trent waited in the line. I had a stomach flu for that. Night. Dude, I was thinking, you know, show up like two and a half hours early. You know, will it be at the front of the line? Dude, there was people middle, there. Middle of the line. There's people there that were waiting since 7 o'clock. Yeah. The 7 o'clock down. showing when it started, people were already starting the line for the 10 o'clock showing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That was insane, dude. Yeah. I was like, and I remember looking at Leanne. I was like, well, good thing I told you guys to get here at 8. And then we looked outside, and they were down the block. You I couldn't is, see it. I didn't even notice that until you said something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just kept looking ahead, and, you know, I'm talking with Flawed. He's the guy I work with. And I was talking with you, Marilyn, Leanne. Then you said something, and I look over. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Dude, when we went it to was see da- Harry it Potter. Was da- it was down at the doors for the other theater. Yeah, I remember seeing Harry Potter, and when we were in there, people were coming in and having to take the front row. The movie began, and they got up and walked out because, like, the IMAX is so big. When we where we were sitting, I was having to move my head. Mm-hmm. So being in that front row where you're constantly looking up, moving your head, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd walk out, especially like a movie like Harry for, Potter. For the time that you know, like I showed up and we were holding that spot in line, we actually got fairly decent seats. For oh yeah, movie. dude, they were really good. And shout out to Marilyn for cutting across the theater. I was like, just go up the stairs really quick. She's like, why don't we go over here? I was like, go, 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 go. Cut, go, go, Dude, go. I, I kind of wish that we were like one of the first people. Like, you know how when we went up to the doors, there's a door here. And yes, and the, we should have split we sh- off. We should have just Boom. cut across to the right. Moved. And we, we could have we, been in the theater honestly, and we, found our seats a lot quicker. We would have probably had the same exact seats. Our seats Pro- were well, so probably good. same exact seats, but a little bit more in the middle. Yeah. Because we were off to the right a little bit, but uh-huh. what – it didn't like matter. No. It didn't like hinder the movie at all. Um, dude, I and that's one thing that's that's making this movie be a solid nine to me. I did not enjoy the movie, 
due to the fact that I was in constant pain. I just threw up before I leaving the, my house. I was going to text him saying, hey, I'm not making it. But I knew if I didn't go, I'd get spoilers. So I went. And the whole time I was crunching my stomach, hurting, and I felt nauseous. And the screen, I literally had to close my eyes some scenes and just listen. Mm-hmm. It, and then everybody showing up, when everybody was cheering, I was just That's leaning it. there and I was like, and Marilyn was like, are you not liking this? I was like, I'm just in pain. Let's get through. Let's get that, through it. That, that's the one thing I was hoping for this movie. Like when I saw Endgame, it was like a week after the movie came out. Mm. When I was in the theaters, I didn't think, you know, we would get like crowd reactions. So the whole thing of cap them on your left and like all the portals open up, the theater I was in, they were cheering. Like they, it was our first yeah. time seeing the movie. So opening night, I was like, dude, if there's some scenes in this movie, I hope. I hope to God. Oh, that, it, it, I hope to God that there's some cheering. And the first one was Charlie Cox yeah. coming out of nowhere. Then it was some some scenes here and there. The theater really erupt erupted when um, Tom Holland goes back to the sanctorum after trapping Doctor Strange, talking about how he's going to free everybody. And then Willem Dafoe's like, "I'm some of so a scientist, scientist myself. myself," and everyone started cheering. I was yeah. like, "Oh my God!" Dude, and that's another thing. I I don't even know why we didn't talk about this. Doc Ock, kind of useless in this movie, man. He did. He saved this. He saved everybody. He but like he, you can tell he didn't really want to fight. But in this I liked. Movie. How, I liked how they made him the good guy. Yeah, and I it like was it. so heartwarming when he was like, uh, it was like when he saw Tom or Toby. He was so happy to see Toby, and he's like, mm-hmm. "How you doing?" And Toby's like, "I'm trying to do better." Mm-hmm. It was just from the old movie, and like you could see like like. Uh, Doc Ocko, like, sigh and be like, okay, good. Like, I, I miss this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if it wasn't for William Defoe's performance, this movie would have been a kind of a letdown. Oh, yeah. Will, William Defoe was by far the best performer with throughout this entire movie. Yeah. In my it, I think we already proved that Electro should have not have been a main character villain by himself. Mm-hmm. And they tried doing it in this, and then William Defoe's character really saved it. Yeah, dude, his acting and the way his old suit was, and it was just so beautifully done. So I'm I'm staying at a nine right now. I'm going to see it again with my parents, um, and I'm gonna enjoy watching that movie again and catch anything else I miss. But I can't wait did, to see it again. Did you tear up at all during the movie? Again, no, I was in pain. Oh, okay. I, I honestly was about to walk out of the end credit scenes too. I, oh, really? I wanted to leave, but everybody was blocking my way, so I just sat through it. And dude, I I teared up. I was the girl behind us was bawling. Yeah, the, the dude behind me was bawling. Yeah, all I heard in my right ear was <laughs> no. She, I Marilyn turned around and looked at me, and she apparently was like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, drenched in tears. I was like, I was, I was, I teared up. When Aunt May died for yeah, two reasons. One, you know, she died. You know, that's the last person Tom she actually hot. had. Sorry. And then, well, she's 57. She's so hot. <laughs> and for then, no reason. Anyway. And then um, when she said the line, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, it's like, oh, my God, this is a callback to the other yeah. two series. You ever see uh, uh, Kim Peels with great power comes great yeah. response to trilogy? <laughs> What? I don't think that's the line. Uh, yeah. So and there is the whole thing with Andrew Garfield and Tom Ho- or Tobey Maguire coming in. You know that. Yeah. That was just a whole roller coaster of emotions. You, and they, you didn't know what they to expect. Finally, they finally closed the gap why those two don't have webs coming out of their hands. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so how do you do it? 
He's like, well, you don't, I don't think about breathing. I just do it. <laughs> like even the writers were like, all right, like, we can't, well, we can't scientifically figure this out. Just put it out there as like, a Andrew, joke. I like how Andrew Garfield in that scene was just like, he just kept staring at his wrist. It wasn't yeah. like this up, down. It was, he's talking right to Tobey Maguire, just looking at his wrist the entire time. Yeah. And Tom's like, so is it just your wrist or does it come out other places too? And he goes, just, just, oh, just from my wrist. That, that's another scene. The one they're in the school when Ned goes through and he's talking to Toby. He's like, so do you have, do you have a best friend? He goes, yeah, yeah he, he, he died in my arms. And then he looks at, he looks at Tom and he's like, scoots the yeah. chair back. Dude, and that's why I was like Ned joking about becoming a villain. Yeah, and I was like, I can do. I can see. I can see it happening. He lost you know? a lot of weight for that. It's a big difference mm-hmm. from Far From Home. Um, I I saw jokes on TikTok already that was like uh, Peter goes to college and gets his first lap partner and it's Gwen. He's like, no, 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 nope, and he walks away. And he's like, hey, bro, I'm your roommate. And he goes, hey, my name's uh, um, Harry Osborne. And then Peter goes, oh, nope, nope, and then changes his roommate. <laughs> But like, who knows? Maybe maybe he'll put his stuff down and be like, "Oh, what's your name?" It'll be like, "My name's Harry Osborne." Because they did mention it's weird your city doesn't have an Oscorp yet, yeah. and he says yet he doesn't say has doesn't have an Oscorp at all. He goes, "Your city doesn't have an Oscorp yet." Uh, who said that? Was that Toby or was that Willem? Willem Dafoe was oh, like, right. "I noticed you don't have an Oscorp yet," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Yet," because it could happen in different order. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? Who knows? We might get a different variation of these exact characters mm-hmm. and Spider-Man has already faced. Yeah. You know, so. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this was this is an episode that that needed to be. Yeah. Done. I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm trying to think, we have almost everything covered. I'm trying, trying to think if there's anything else. And there. if if you definitely, guys, oh. answer in the comments, I know. Well, you should make this comment. If we've missed anything, let us know a hint that we've missed in this movie. Put it in the comments, but make sure you put spoiler alert. Please don't be that person that ruins it for people in the uh, comments. I have a hot take. Go for it. Um, I feel like to um, wrap together uh, Tom Holland's like um, re- uh, redemption story, I feel like he, that he should have killed um, Willem Dafoe's. Green Goblin. Mm. Instead of Tobey Maguire coming at the last second, you know, and coming in last second, catching the glider. Yeah. I feel like Tom should have been, I feel like he should have killed him because he had that, he had that urge to kill when he was talking with Andrew and Toby. He was like, I want to kill him. Yeah. And And Toby was like, I did and I got my way and I didn't mm -hmm. like it. I hot, I'll one up you. Hotter take. I wish Toby would have died. I, f- oh, I think it would have created a lot more character for Spider-Man if he watched one Spider-Man risk his own life to save for the other Spider-Man. Oh, saying hey, you know, uh, my days are done. These are all my villains. That makes a I'm lot. I'm passing of sense. on the torch. That would have been more. Instead, he just joked. He goes, "I've been stabbed a lot." And then went back to his universe. I think I would have liked that a lot more, closing the book on that. That makes a whole um, lot of And another thing I had a problem with was this is why I don't like all three Spider-Man being in one movie. Because I can any day pick a different universe and imagine a different outcome for different universes. Oh, yeah. 
you can't do that anymore. Mm-mm. And that's one thing that, like, dude, it's our whole childhood growing up different. I'm like, but in those childhood, you you lived a different life every time. You saw a different superhero story every time. Mm-hmm. And this one is saying, no, they're all the same story. And then they move, they close the book and move on. Mm. So I kind of like the fact that you kind of had hope for, like, different universes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's probably, that's probably, it's going to be my last nagging critic yeah, move. That's... But I'll I'll rate this at a solid 9 right now out of 10. Highly recommend it. It's a great movie if you haven't seen it already. If you have seen it already, go back and watch it again because it's a good movie. Yeah, um, 9.5 for me. 9.5? Yeah, 9.5. And it might, it, you said it might become your favorite Marvel all time. If I if I can watch it a couple more times, mm-hmm. I'll be able to Dude, I just ju- I'll be able to justify Marvel. Do us a favor, put it on Disney Plus, man. Just put well, the three movies do, on, please. Do do what The Matrix is doing. The Matrix just came out today and it's in theaters and on HBO Max. Yeah. Do the same thing. I can watch it for free. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, dude, it, it just bugs me. Like I, I, Spider-Man, every Spider-Man you have to pay for it. None, no, is free. none of them are free. Mm-hmm. No, it was free. That would have been a great grammar right there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's going to do it for us today. Hopefully yeah. you have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Um, <laughs> and we will see you next week. Yeah. So until then, I think next week I got a good idea for an episode, but I'm not going to say it here. So until then, we will see you guys. Peace. Peace out.